1: Good morning, uh, Kathy and everybody and Morgan. Uh, Good we, morning. We, this is Guest Thursday, Hi. and uh, we're very excited to uh, actually have a uh, somebody that you've known, you said a long time, so maybe, yes. uh, Kathy, you might want to uh, introduce Morgan. I think you live in Florida, right, Morgan?
2: I do. I live in Florida now, yep.
1: What uh, What town do you live in? What
2: Where do you live? So I actually live in Titusville, Florida, uh, down here in uh, Brevard County or the Space Coast, so right where Kennedy Space Center is is where I'm at.
1: Oh, yeah. Great. Have you ever uh, seen or heard a, a, a missile go- or a rocket go off there?
2: Oh, yeah. We've seen so many of them. Um, and the yeah, I bet Malachi beams. loves those, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. He does. Like, And the noise, because we're so close, so it gets so loud. Like the boom that comes after, like the house kind of shakes a little bit. And the first time that we experienced it, when our like, windows kind of shook, we were all like, what the heck is happening? Um, but then everyone was like, "Oh, did you see the rocket?" We're like, "That's what that was." Yeah. <laughs> we can feel it every time. But my
1: grandmother, cool. uh, my grandmother uh, lived. She, they had a they had a home in Melbourne, Florida, on the uh, right on the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. So we visited them, uh, you know, all, all, when I'm a kid uh, down there, and because um, we were from the Midwest, and I can remember uh, the uh, the NASA uh, you know, space center being built. Um, uh, she, she actually moved out of there before they actually shut, shut off rockets, but I can remember yeah. it. remember it being, <laughs> being built And
2: uh, that's was, so cool. That's kind of funny. Well, so anyway, cool. uh, Kathy,
1: why don't you uh, introduce Morgan? Cause you have a long history with her and then we can yes. uh, ask uh, her to share her story.
3: That's I yeah. am so excited. Um, so excited that God has brought Morgan on this podcast. I think her story that she's going to share today is just going to be such an encouragement and inspiration to so many people. But I have had the privilege of knowing Morgan. I was just trying to do the mental math. I think it's got to be 10 to 11 years now, um, yeah. which puts her in middle school, by the way, when I got <laughs> to know her um, when she lived in New Hampshire. And, um, and and we have journeyed through a lot together, some, some yeah. sweet things. <laughs> everything from, you know, starting out. uh, I remember doing kid stuff productions and choreographing dances and singing together for kid stuff and um, all kinds of different things at the church. And so I've had the privilege of, of watching her grow in her faith and just the different things that have gone on. And even lots of, she's the most accident prone person you've ever met. (laughs) I mean, my pool had more Morgan blood on it probably than anybody else who who was around. Yeah, <laughs> she always bandaged anything to be injured on. Um so yeah, a lot of funny stories, a lot of good history, but really just some sweet god times. So you uh, so.
1: You said, "Uh oh, Morgan's coming over, get the band get the bandages ready, right?"
3: Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, like it I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it was a pretty normal thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Morgan, maybe to yeah. maybe to start, um, uh, tell tell us uh, how did you come to know Christ in your life?
2: So, um, in my younger years of my life, I grew up in a very solid Christian family. Um, I was very very blessed with that. I grew up in a great church, and um, you know, we got up on Sunday mornings and we went to church. That's what we did. It wasn't optional but it wasn't forced we just kind of loved going um and i had great a great mother who loved jesus and um made following him fun <laughs> but then um in my middle school years um, my parents separated so then that was a very hard transition for me um my mom was in an, abu- an abusive marriage for years and um when god finally uh gave her the okay to go uh she did and in those moments, um, looking at it now, we really got to watch God show off in our lives, um, from just our house and our livelihood to dinner at night and, um, really in incredible ways. Uh, later, fast forward a little bit. i was still involved in church. I'm in the music ministry. I always have been. I His love singing. beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I love singing. God has definitely blessed me with, um, a gift of, A voice and had you had um, you
1: already had you already moved to florida then
2: no i actually just recently moved to florida um just over two years ago so um yeah i was heavily involved in church got baptized when i was young saved when i was young um 12 i was baptized i remember uh with my my sister who was also my best friend growing up and um i knew god i knew jesus i knew the stories i knew the answers um, I was really good at smiling and telling, um, the Christianese response of things. Um, but pretty much middle school and high school, I was living this, trying to balance this double life of being in the world, um, but also being in a relationship with God. And so I struggled with that for, for those years, um, my senior year of high school, uh, a couple of weeks before graduating, uh, God blessed me with my Malachi. Um, I found out I was pregnant and that year was a, um, a distant year for me with my relationship with Christ. Um, I wanted control and I wanted to do things my way because I didn't think that God's way was going to cut it. (laughs) Um, which is so silly. (laughs) But um, looking back now, he knew exactly what I needed. And um, a couple weeks after my son was born, I was back home and uh, God had brought my heart back to him and used whatever means he needed to (laughs) to get me back there. Um, And from there was really just, uh, you know, where my foundation and and my life really turned for for my walk with the Lord. Um, I didn't want it to be limited to church on Sunday. I wanted my life to be about Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really started being involved in more than just ministry, but making it my life, making it my everyday understanding and getting knowledge, um, you know, getting those, uh, the tools and um, to be able to do that, but also to teach um, and be able to do that. So definitely not, perfect by any means, uh made many mistakes after that, many big mistakes, loud mistakes. Um I like to say that God lets my sin be loud. And um I think that that's just exactly what he knew that I needed in my life. And um yeah, so then later on I was um in my early adult life, as I'm still in my early adult life, but years ago Uh, I made a very loud choice and was a part of an affair, which was tangled up in my church ministry at the time. And things kind of blew up, Um, other things escalated. And, you know, I had to then figure out how to take ownership of this thing that I had done where it was now in the light, but there was also all of these other events that were involved that weren't my responsibility that i needed to learn that i don't take responsibility for what's not yours but own fully what is yours Mm -hmm. um but then walking in forgiveness i know that i'm i know that i'm safe i know that jesus is my lord and savior and that um he has already forgiven the sins and so walking in that forgiveness but also you know what reconciliation looks like and really being obedient to God's voice and saying, Morgan, it's okay that you go. And so this was uh, so kind of happened... the
3: season. If I can interject here, this was yeah, the season ahead. as, um, as, as this, as you put it, I loved where you say that I, I made I, this, my sin was loud in this season, in this, this <laughs> season of loud, um, God just stirred my heart actually, yeah. um, for, okay, all of this is going on. And, and I really felt like God was saying, it's time to step in and minister. Who's got Morgan. And, and I remember, um, you know, reaching out to the pastor and saying, I really, I'm feeling like you tell me, but I'm feeling like I'm supposed to come alongside, um, there's restoration here and, and somebody needs to, to, and I just have adored you for so long that, um, I think God put the connection together for Morgan and I to actually start meeting one-on-one and started really going through what it looks like to abide and to step into restoration. and and it just opened up this beautiful thing, beautiful relationship between she and I, and a beautiful relationship yeah. between she and God that, um, you can finish telling now, but it was kind of cool. Like at the same time, God was just saying, yeah. no, go after her, this, I'm, I'm sending you after my, my little sheep here. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll come yeah. back,
1: we'll come back to that. Um, so that, you know, first of all, from your side, uh, Kathy, that, um, when God gives an instruction like that, um, you know you understood something uh, so it's not to uh you know go make sure that that you solve all you kathy solve all of our problems uh and we'll Mm. we'll we'll come back to that so um it'll be it'll be uh we'll, we'll kind of maybe backtrack to that point and talk a little bit about that process of of how that works and then forgiveness and and uh, like you said restoration. So that'll be that'll be something to really pursue. But anything else you want to uh, share about uh, Morgan about yeah, the process. Go on or... with
2: that, Morgan, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. So um yeah, we kind of had this intense uh discipleship that really um allowed me to hone into God's voice versus other voices and um you know circling it back to truth. And so uh, with that, we made a decision to move to Florida in um, October of 2019. When you, uh, when, you say, when you
1: say we, by the way, who is that, we?
2: We is uh, myself, my son Malachi, uh, my mom, uh, her best friend Tay, who um, her family has become my family. They've been more a part of our life, um, than more than half of my life now. Um, but she's just family. It's easier to just say that she's our aunt. Um, and <laughs> my brother, and we moved to Florida.
1: Oh, great. And so you're, uh, how old is your son Malachi now?
2: Malachi just turned six. Yeah. Last, last wild. week he just turned six. So is, it he, is, uh, wild.
1: is he going to school?
2: He is. He's in school right now. He's in kindergarten. Cool. <laughs> and he's brilliant. <laughs> he is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He is six going on 16, um, <laughs> But he speaks like he's from Southie, like Boston Southie, and so. <laughs> so he says, I mean, "Park the car too kidding. far."
1: He says, uh, "I want to pack <laughs> the car <laughs> yes. too far." Yes.
2: <laughs> our our executive pastor at our church says that he's the godfather of the kids ministry. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, he is. He is um, headstrong and passionate and. Um, has the strongest will a lot of the time and discipline to be honest I'm like trying to convince myself that my will is stronger than his
3: <laughs> i like Lord He did
2: this for a reason um, but he is absolutely beautiful and I had the honor oh I'm going to start crying <laughs> uh, the honor and privilege of um, of being there with him two weeks ago uh, while he accepted Christ he we were oh, in bed and yeah prayed through it and uh, he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior so um, so cool. as insanely headstrong as he is, uh, yeah, the Lord has had him every moment. <laughs> that's beautiful.
1: Does he, uh, does he enjoy Florida?
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> we're beach bodies. So, um, I love the heat. I don't miss the cold. I don't miss the snow. Um, <laughs> and so any chance that we get, we're on the beach, we're outside, we're playing and he's full energy. So anytime that we can, that's, that's what we're doing. We're soaking up the sunshine.
1: Nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, well, that's exciting. That he came to know Christ already, and that'll be fun to see. Uh, you teach him what it means to walk yeah. with God. That'll be fun. We've we've taught our grandkids from little little age when they became Christians, and they all understand what about abiding looks like and hearing from God and yeah. jour- journaling and making God's yeah. decisions. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of fun yeah. to see. So, uh, by the way, no age is uh, is too young to start them uh, to learn that. By the, <laughs> by the way, they they generally Absolutely. have they have kind of a purity. Uh, if you if you can have them start young because they don't have a lot of baggage of things that can't be done they just they just receive exactly. it. they just receive it and exactly. live it live it out you know like oh okay uh, well let's go back to um, Kathy first of all you said you were given kind of an assignment from God uh, and you said go after it um, define that so that you can help people understand. And by the way, this is really what ministry is all about. Is mm. it's not your job to fix her or to make her, you know, make her do the right things. It's it's really about actually helping her connect to the vine, because God, you know, God's going to do it. And by the way, God's going to restore her. So we can talk a little bit about that. But right. go ahead, and just Kathy, from your side of it, what did you understand about that?
3: Yeah, um, it was a beautiful thing, and and like Morgan said, the you know everything that had gone on was was very out there for for everyone to know (laughs) and um and in my abide time god honestly broke my heart over it Mm -hmm. and um and i was close with the associate pastor and so just sent him a text and said hey god is really stirring in my heart that there is some restoration and you know is anybody coming alongside Morgan and, and just walking her back to Jesus and, and shoring her up, you know, (laughs) um, because I, again, I had enough relationship with her to know, um, probably one of the blessings that God gave me probably from knowing her for so long is that I could see things in her, a future God had for her that she couldn't see herself. Yeah. Um, and and that was probably the big thing. And this God's like, just go show her, remind her, bring her to my feet because you see what I have for her and she needs to see it clearly. Just bring her back to me and, and we'll go. And so that was really the start. And so I, I had reached out to the pastor and he said, yeah, absolutely i i confirmed that and so then reached out i think i actually reached out to your mom first and made sure she was okay yeah with all of the (laughs) above and then um because because she and i were all so close and um and then reached out to morgan and morgan had such a soft heart um you you were so soft hearted to god in that moment and i think he had stripped her away to such an authentic place Um, absolutely that it was that it was just sweet and and like you said rich there was nothing i didn't need to go tell her anything she needed somebody you know how sometimes you you just need somebody to say I see what God sees in you, and I'll go with you. Let's mm-hmm. let's go after it together. And so we would literally just sit with God's word, and in yeah. um, in the original original abide material that that wasn't even at couples. Do you remember Rich? That's like the twelve sessions. That one. That's right. That's um, right. Just sit, and Hear, we would just God's voice, yeah. we would just go through those passages, and what's God saying, and 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 just step into the truth, and um and you just. Watched. I don't know, you watched transformation and healing. Mm-hmm. I, I got a front row seat to watching his word just do exactly what he wanted to do.
1: Yeah, and when you think you know, of so. uh, the simplicity of ministry is really stated by Jesus in Matthew 28. <clears throat> you know, go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what it means is um, go connect them Cause he said you you live out the life that i'm giving you and the power of that and then you go make disciples by connecting them to me and help them walk walk and really the the word there is walk alongside of them to get connected to the vine so that my power can go into them and i can fulfill the covenant life for them and so uh that's clear what you understood and so okay i'm gonna go do that uh, now when you did that first of all did you uh, did you bring her any message of God is going to restore you? Did, did that did that come up at all in terms of what you were saying to her?
3: Yeah, yeah. very much so. Don't, wouldn't you say, Morgan? I mean, I think that was yeah. kind of the beginning thread was yeah. God has shown has has shown that He's gonna He's gonna restore. So let's just walk into it. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it <laughs> was yeah. really kind
3: of it. it so was, why could he, you, He's gonna do it. So let's walk right. into it. Why
1: could you uh, right. make that statement?
3: because I because I've seen him do it in my life, yeah. for one thing, you know, um firsthand firsthand experience more effective than anything else. you know, i I knew he had restored places. and and Morgan and I have a lot of actually some of the same background things and even some of the same childhood hurts and pains and baggages to that mm-hmm. God had to press into. And so he i I feel like he gave me such a, such a soft spot for the places that he was going to minister to her because I had seen him do the very same thing to me.
1: Yeah. And that's the, uh, see, that's the life of God. The gospel uh, is how about now God can bring restoration, uh, to, Mm -hmm. to messy situations. And, uh, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what, uh, how it works again for people that come to me. That's really the statement I make is that, well, yeah, I know, I know you're struggling. It's okay. Uh, Uh, Do you want to learn what it means for God to restore it? And I guarantee you he will, uh, which seems like that's the message you got. And then um, as you did that, uh, did you, had you already received, understood forgiveness, or was that something that you had to process, uh, Kathy, with uh, Morgan?
3: Oh, do you want Morgan to answer that probably yeah, bo- both of you
1: how what yeah, was your, Morgan, perspe- you what was your perspective that. on because you said you learned about forgiveness was that something that you you, you already had known uh, at that point or was something that you had to process of because you, you've actually properly or both. <laughs> you properly said that there's forgiveness and then there's there's restoration and reconciliation and, Right. Just because you're forgiven, by the way, doesn't guarantee the restoration. But it's it's an important right. thing, in order for you to go to right. the restoration. God says, well, you gotta you gotta receive what I've already done, and let let's you know uh, let it go, and let's go. You know, so uh, could right. you talk a little bit about your experience with for just forgiveness to start with?
2: Sure. Um, so, yes and no. <laughs> to answer you plainly, um, I had been through uh, before that many. Seasons of needing to forgive other people um so god had walked me through that and that 70 times seven right but as far as it goes for myself i had never i had never been so full of shame Mm -hmm. or so full of guilt and like to the point where i was crippled um Couldn't look at myself in the mirror, um, was losing weight, just like very, and it was all self-inflicted. So for me, it was like kind of the wallowing in self-pity of like, well, I deserve this. Like I deserve to have, to not be able to go back to my church. I deserve to not have my friends. I deserve to whatever, because I knew what was my part, Um, but I was taking too much ownership of it. And in that, Kathy really helped me. So you were, you were,
1: you were beating yourself up. Uh, Absolutely. Every day with this self, what's called self-talk. Uh, yes. F- uh, you deserve it. And by the way, you are this way right. and there's nowhere to right. go with that. And you just keep, you just kept. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Viral. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. So.
2: And and really claiming that as my identity. So yes. it was more yes. than just saying it to me. It became me. And yeah. that's what I felt I was. Yeah. That was where my worth went. That was where my value was found in. Mm. And so Kathy really helped focus, pull my perspective out of that. And one of the things actually that she said that really stuck with me, that led, I think, to the biggest part of forgiveness for myself is, you know, every time that I take ownership of that, I'm telling Jesus that what he did on the cross for me wasn't enough. Mm. And for me, that's something that I still go back to today because that wasn't meant to hurt me. That was the most loving thing that she could have ever said to me because I know what Jesus did. And I read it in the Bible over and over and over again. And I had seen, you know, from a young age, right. To then becoming more graphic and knowing that, okay, this is what Jesus did. So who am I to say that it wasn't enough for me? And so that was really where it, really just perked my heart to saying like more than stop like there's one thing to have it to take the ownership of of mistakes to take the ownership of my actions but then there's another to let it define who I am but God says different and so walking in that forgiveness and really having understanding that is that was where my my heart changed that was where my that my perspective was shifted um was okay God I know that you sent Jesus to forgive me he is in my heart your spirit is in me and so like please forgive me and I did I had to write out this list of of all of those things and one by one I went through and was like Lord please forgive me for this please forgive me for this please forgive me for this and knowing knowing already in my head and my heart that I already was forgiven mm-hmm. but there's a power of bringing it to light in yes. confession like that you yes. know and God tells us to confess before him and so in that um, literally it was like watching I felt shackles come off of me in hmm. um, the freedom of that.
1: What did uh, ultimately then? What did you learn about about forgiveness for you personally? What did you learn? What was true? What what became true for you about forgiveness?
2: There is nothing that I could do. <laughs> to, <laughs> there's nothing that I could do to pull me away from my relationship with with um, Jesus. Yeah. Nothing.
1: And what did he? What did he show you about? all the f- mistakes you said you made a lot of mistakes and and uh, by the way that's mm-hmm. all all of us uh what did he say about those <clears throat> <laughs> uh
2: that they're just that they're they're just mistakes they're just moments um but then more than that in that moment that's what they were but then as i continue to grow with the lord and where i'm at now um in my life i'm um, a ministry i'm a part of a, a church plant um called the rock in titusville florida It's actually mm-hmm. in gothsmore florida but um, I'm a worship leader, I'm a um, <laughs> women's uh, ministry leader, and um, I just started a homeless ministry as well, and um, it's my testimony. It's, it's become something that is not mine, but it's God's, and that I can use that to share. Um, much like Kathy was saying before, you know, we have very, sim- very similar moments in our life that she was able to connect with me in a very intimate way that helped walk me through that season of my life. And so for me, you know, like affairs are messy. People don't talk about that, Um, especially women. And especially knowing that I had been walking with Jesus and knowing that I was involved heavily in my church and I was in ministry um, and, you know, having a baby before high school ended and getting pregnant and premarital sex and still not being married and things like that. Those are things that are messy and loud and that people don't like to talk about. Um, But God says different. And God chose messy people to um, to bring Him glory. Yes. And ultimately, that's what I get to do with my story. Yeah. So those mistakes then transformed into something that God made beautiful.
1: And that's did what the, I get uh, to
2: share. Um,
1: would did you uh, have a moment, or at least did did you grow into the understanding uh, when you let yourself off the hook? When when did that occur? Do you think in the process?
2: <clears throat> I think I think really in that moment, in that moment of uh, of forgiveness and asking Lord for for that forgiveness, that was where it really came off us, where the burden didn't become mine anymore. Okay, because um, Jesus had taken it. You yeah. know, he had he had already done it with the cross. And for me, when I was confessing that and I had made my apologies to the people that I knew that I directly hurt, mm-hmm. then. That's that's where it was and, it's like, and knowing that and that's forgiveness, when you kind of didn't... stepped into that what about now
3: yeah. okay yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, like exactly. i saw a pivot in her in that when yeah. she embraced you know, i'm stepping into his forgiveness and it's time right. for for reconciliation what about now yeah you know yeah and so uh right. Kathy, right. When, go?
1: when you say that um because that's the gospel uh it's the beautiful life of christ that yes yes you make mistakes uh there's consequences to those and mm-hmm. um and you're heavy-hearted um, right. and he says well uh, come to me uh, right. because there is no condemnation as you as you walk with me uh, receive right. it and his question then which you, you just said Kathy maybe you could uh, help explain that as you're what do you, you use the term what about now um, hmm. what do, what does that mean Kathy I'd like you to Uh, explain that a little bit Um, and then we'll talk about the what about now as she went to the restoration and the abiding process so go ahead and talk about that briefly. So it's
3: it's really all about you know the cross was enough yeah. And so when we, when we step fully, you know, with a repentant heart, come back and ask his forgiveness, he is not sitting there waiting to berate us and remind us over and over again, what all we did, it is done. And his question right. is, okay, what about now? You know, and my question to him, what about now? What do we do now? And he's ready to step us forward. And, um, and I think so often, in fact, I was just meeting with somebody the other day and, um and god had just really one of those light bulb moments went off and and just tears were flowing and all kinds of things and and the person was like you know i'm like so you know what what about now what do you think well i think you know now it's really i've I've just got to spend some time in repentance and surrender i'm like whoa Repentance is what we just did. It's what about now? It's we're stepping into what does he want to do to restoration now? We're yeah. we're done with that. You don't stay sitting in this tear yourself up place. That's not what he died for. Yeah, you know. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's the uh, that's the process that you've experienced, and we'll we'll get into this next next phase of it. But in order to go forward, uh, he says you have to uh, understand. Well, I've forgiven you, which then mm-hmm. now they're gone. Um, you got to let yourself off the hook and i don't i can't afford to have you spend any more energy on what you did because life life is now forward <laughs> right.
3: um, that's and the i've got get the gospel i've yeah. got
1: to i've <laughs> gotta I want you to walk with me to allow me now to restore the mm-hmm. things that even even you contributed to but you know again from this point forward see god says none of that really matters it's are you willing to go with me now and let me let me restore so that's that's when you say now forward or what about now, that's really what it, what it's all about. And it sounds like you came to that place where you re- received that and said, okay, um, I've let myself off the hook. You have, you've you forgiven me. I can move forward. Um, talk now about the restoration process of what role did abiding play in that? How did that come about that you could be restored from all that to where you are today with... Enjoying life, enjoying your son, uh, enjoying giving it away. Uh, well, that's quite that's quite a bit different than what was what was like a few years ago. So, how did all that happen?
2: <clears throat> um, honestly, it happened just really simply being being in the Word yeah. um, and learning. And so, we did. We spent a lot of time. Kathy and I just spent a lot of time with the Bible open and with a notebook. And okay, here we go. And um, a lot of the tools that he gave me truly, I think, values every single day now, and you know, understanding in the original language what God says and what does He mean, and just simply going to, all right, well, what does God say in every little thing? Like, there's nothing that's too small. There's nothing that's too big. Um, you know, God's not a God of confusion. He is, He's plain, and He is, He is there. He puts it in words for us, literally, so <laughs> that we can understand to the best of our human ability. And so that's where it started was there and asking God, okay, what's next? And what, where do we go? And, um, I walked around with index cards of verses, which became my artillery, literally like mm-hmm. 25 of them in my purse. Um, that at was all something times. God really <laughs> had directed you.
3: That was like, it was an arsenal oh, yeah. for
2: you because it of was. the
3: way the enemy wanted to play an attack still in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah
2: yeah and every time there was something that that bit of you know you're not worth it or disgusting or whatever <laughs> whatever those words were like truly it was like something you know like charm is deceitful and beauty is passing but a woman who fears the lord will be praised and like those were the things is any time that there was something god had given me a verse okay god where where do you want me to go well walk here this is what i'm telling you this is where my voice is um and then even in the any time it was like okay well like this is hard like yeah of course it's going to be hard work <laughs> you know just super simply just getting back in the word and um and stripping it to nothing i think that for me church had become church in my relationship with, with god was a lot of bells and whistles and it was um you know performance and um being that picture perfect. I I think that a lot of I had suffered a lot from (laughs) expectations of other people for me. And um, God had other plans (laughs) for what my picture would look like. And um, I wouldn't have it any other way. But I think truly that freedom came in knowing who I am. And so the word told me you are chosen, you're clean. um, And all you have to do is walk with me. That's your job. Your job is to not be the one who grows fruit. Your job is not the one to take it away. Your job is simply to abide in me, be obedient, and continue to do it over and over again. And when I let all of those other things that were clouding that, when I let them all go and just simply chose to walk in that, then I watched God move. And I just, I did. I just watched him do it in my life.
1: Yeah, what does and I got uh, a
2: front row seat? <laughs> describe,
1: describe uh, as you talk about abiding in the Word, um, and I, I believe you're a journaler. So, t- describe that. That how does that work specifically for you? And do you have any any examples of even anything recent that you may be receiving uh, that could help the audience uh, understand the? Because what but one of the big questions is, uh, well. <laughs> How how does that work in the Word word itself? um, And so to get examples, live examples is really healthy. So what does that look like for you?
2: Yeah, um, so for me, I typically spend my time with the Lord at night, which is kind of the opposite, I think, of a lot of people. Um, But that is when I can have stillness. That is in um, my life where my son is asleep, I'm not getting ready for work, I and there, cognitively, <laughs> um, and so I do. I, I open up my notebook. I have my Bible out, and um, a lot of what I'm doing right now is it, it kind of depends on what uh, what I'm aiming for. I, as I said earlier, I'm a women's um, group leader, and we've been walking through um, this new year on really teaching how to abide with the Lord. And so um, I actually got the privilege of sitting in with um, my mom, who's the um, women's ministry leader at, at my church. Yeah, she walked through the Abide Study again with all of the women. And then, um, you know, God had me hanging out in Galatians for six months last year. And mm. for me, I was like, okay, Lord, this is where we're going to stay. Um, but that's okay, where wait, we stayed. When, and, when
1: you say that, um, hanging out for six months, what what does that mean? You hung out for six months and how did that look? And what, what was it? Uh, what's the reason that you yeah yeah you stayed there until you were released from that
2: so um i also love reading i'm a i'm a bookie and so uh there was a book that god had really just been pulling on my heart to um to get into and it was on the fruit of the spirit and so i read through this book and then um along with that it was kind of like parallel with my bible um, but then I got to the end of the book and I got to the end of, um, you know, Galatians in, in that time. And, and God just simply said, I was praying, okay, Lord, like, where do you want me to go next? And he said, start over. And so <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> and so without the book, yeah. um, I, I went back and I started again. And what I did is I moved just slowly. And really, before um, before I got into the word, I asked um, in my journaling, what I do is I just kind of like date and then uh, write out a prayer. And in that I, I ask God for understanding and for wisdom as, as I'm going through this, that His, his word is, um, is made clear to me that if there's something that I don't understand that He will prick my heart to stop and to stay and to meditate. And so to try and not control it, but really have the Lord dictate how much, how little, where I go, where I stop. Um, And I write down questions. So I have my Bible and then I have my notebook and I'll go. And sometimes God's clear and where he wants me to stop. And it's a couple verses and I just start going and really just start writing. And what I do is I just empty my thoughts um, on paper and um, God brings it back. Sometimes there are trends and sometimes he brings me back to the same word that I read. 15 times over again okay so then i'm going into the original what is this word and where does it come from and what does it mean and where else is it in the bible and cross-referencing you know where is this found and and really understanding what did god mean when he said this when he spoke this when um you know he gave it to you know paul or david or whoever it was in the bible what were they doing? What was what was their trial? Where where were they? Were they rejoicing? Um, so just all of those things, and um, I think simply what it comes down to is taking the time, um, and then sometimes the next day would be picking up right where I left off, and. Um, Next thing I know, I'm spending two weeks on three verses. Right, that's
0: right. Yeah. And <laughs> but so, you're uh,
2: enjoying it as you go, yeah, right? I and am.
3: That's what of the and, and really just
2: getting this knowledge of of what God is saying and who he is and how beautiful it is and what does that mean for me. Yes. And um, and that's really what it is. And, and simply asking those questions and I'm so sorry for the yeah.
0: job. <laughs> yeah, and as, you, um,
1: as you, you said a couple things there, uh, well, where, where do I go now? You, you finish the book, mm-hmm. finish. And he says, well, start over. Um, mm-hmm. so you've heard, you've learned to hear his voice.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, ask the question and he says, well, it's a legitimate question.
0: <laughs> uh, hey honey,
1: Hey honey, I'd like you to start over. Um, which you right. easily received it so it wasn't like well you know did i hear right. right what about i'd like to go somewhere else it's like oh okay well i'll do that um, uh, so it sounds like kathy one of the things that as you were working with her to abide it was um through that process uh, you will hear god's voice Absolutely. Uh, right. really um and you, yeah. and, you, and you do and that's beautiful so uh what a great thing and that's how beautiful and simple really it is is that and you said it, there's nothing too small, nothing too big. Uh, what do you got to say about this? Including uh, abiding, and Kathy and I have talked about this, uh, that abiding is in a theme that you're gonna be in for a while. And then there's questions that you have about God's will, which is which is also gonna be speaking to you. So you said you spent six months in the theme of Galatians um, and, and you stayed with it until you understood what God was doing and what it meant to you. You don't have to go yeah. into everything you learned, but um, what was what was something out of Galatians that you said? Well, this is this is for me, and I've now experienced this. Is there anything you can share about that?
2: <clears throat> yeah, um, I mean, I think what's really cool about that time that I did spend with the Lord in Galatians is um, he had me in Galatians in John fifteen pretty much right right in there, <laughs> and you know that's um, just who God is. But I think what's beautiful about that is when. Um, You know, you you read in in John fifteen about um you know, our job simply just staying connected to the vine, right? And um but then what does that mean? And being people who love to control things and love to control, you know, (laughs) well I can, you know, do this with this and this with this. Um, but God says, Okay, that's not you. It's not your job. And so the same thing with the fruit of the spirit is, you know, God's the one that that's the one that does it. He's yeah. the one that grows the fruit. Mm. And so, really, I think within that time, um, recognizing all of the areas in my life that I had not given God the reins to yet, that He was saying, "Let me do this." Like I, <laughs> I spoke light into existence. I breathed human <laughs>
0: life. I can handle and, this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so for me, it was like this beautiful, like okay, God, yes, like these moments of areas that I didn't even know. So he was just like gently exposing to me in this, than just let me have this and and watch what I do and I will grow it. And in my time, it will be the best. And, you know, really just walking in that life, um, you know, abundance with him and truly just experiencing this intimacy with him that I had never really um, experienced to that depth of, okay, Lord, you know, walk into work. What do you have for me here today and just in these like little things of just showing me this life with him that is um ongoing and this conversation that just continually happens with him and um definitely that but then also in that is you know we do have responsibility there's an obedience in there so yes god is the one that says you know i'm going to grow i'll be the one that takes things out let me do all of those things but then what is my job and my job is to cultivate my soil <laughs> to let him continue to do it and um, so what does that look like? And how do I practically cultivate friendships and life? Do I speak life? Am I not? Am I being an encouragement? Am I, you know, in a position of leadership, are people following me? Um, you know, when I give counsel, what does that look like? Who am I pointing them to? Is it, is it me and my flesh fruit, which is just ugly and disgusting and raw? Or is it God's fruit which is eternal and life-giving and so it was a lot of that and just heart posture and shifting my perspective and really just letting him be you know my El Shaddai all-sufficient God um, in my life and um, just watching and and not keeping it to myself but also being able to teach in the same in the same respect right. um, so that, that I think is what's so beautiful is as I'm also teaching this and get to say, guys, I'm in my skin and I'm doing this with you. Um, Let's walk in it together and truly being able to be with these other women who also experienced and walked in the same thing in their own life. Um, Yes, I think that was the biggest, those are the biggest things that God really did in that time. And it's amazing.
1: (laughs) And as he's uh, fulfilling his promises, uh, you said that um, one of our processes is to receive uh, an instruction and then be obedient to that. Is there any anything that comes to mind in the last, you know, six months, a year or so that you can say, yeah, he asked me to be obedient to this particular thing. Could you have anything that you could share with, with how that worked?
2: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, even just um, with the women's ministry. So um, my mom is the women's ministry leader at our church <clears throat> and she started this group um, that's Tuesday nights and, um, she was doing it and she knew that god wanted her to start it and as soon as she started it and as soon as we got into it i knew that god wanted me to take it um and i was like i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but <laughs>
0: um, i
2: don't know if i'm old enough if i'm wise enough if yeah. i have enough knowledge if and truthfully i'm going to be i'm just living nuts Um, that's in there, and so for me, I was looking at what was around me and saying, God, this is kind of scary, and what if if they think, and that was where I was stuck in the what if, what if they think, and so, um, you know, months had just passed, and we got home, and my mom had, had had time up in conversation, and um, she said, I want to start training you up to do it, and I said, mm, I think God wants me to take it. <laughs> and um, that was it. She just said, like, little girl, you've got this and God has done amazing things in you. And of course you can. So do it. And that's what it was. And she just kind of passed over the reins to me. And we came in this transitional part and we just spoke about, hey, I'm going to be taking over and my mom's going to be starting something else. and. That's the whole point of those small groups and those ministries—is you know bringing people up to be able to do it. And I knew that that's what God was doing, and that um, He was just saying, "Okay, hey Morgan, who'll <laughs> cool, go for me?" And um, that was it. I I knew I had to, and it was a couple months of slow obedience. of so even having a conversation with my mom, telling her that I knew that I needed to take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but and even in that, in my prayer of, "Okay, God, are you sure?" Like in my if and bringing it to him, uh, he didn't even leave it up to me anymore. He then just told my mom, "Okay, go we'll get her." <laughs> and <that's what> <laughs> um, she may
3: need a nudge, okay, yeah. Nicole.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, but then taking that yes and saying okay, um, it held me accountable to my walk with Christ. It um, has shown me and taught me so many things, and you know, questions that sharpen my iron and you know, make me say, okay, you know, I don't know. So let's find it. And what does the word say? And being okay with silence and really just teaching me to teach from the teacher. So it's, a, it's been such a cool thing, um, but truly just watching watching God work has been yeah amazing and honestly very humbling and um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's gonna be uh fun. We'll, we'll have you back. And uh, uh, as you're giving it away, one the one thing Kathy knows this, I know this. Uh, as we give it away, by the way, what you're learning, and sharing, and 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 bringing people not to yourself but to Christ through the vine
0: mm-hmm.
1: is uh, you'll get reinforced, like you right. just said. You'll actually get keep getting reinforced, which is why uh, Kathy and I never get so tired of doing rebiting retreats because it it reinforces the truth that we say, <laughs> and God asks you right. and ask us, well, are you still <laughs> are you still enjoying this, you know, and uh, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, we are. And so it'll get deeper with you uh, uh, to build that the library of beautiful uh, life of Christ as you develop more and more and more and he fulfills your future life. And, you know, and the neat thing is, uh, you know, Kathy, when you came to her, you said, you know, covenant, I'm a, God's going to bless you and restore you. I believe it. Are you willing to go? And she said, yeah, I'm willing to go. Well, you've shared how beautiful that is. And your yeah. your life today is 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 restored and you're experiencing life and uh, uh, all that you're doing to receive and give it away the covenant um, and it'll be really be fun we'll we'll have her back kathy uh and uh have her share what happened from here uh, yeah that'd be great uh, in your life of uh what did it mean to give it away particularly about what, it, what did it look like to give it away what happened what did you experience and then, how are you still enjoying it? That'll be the question that uh, we're going to ask you, and uh, pray and pray that you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, thank you, thank you so much for sharing, uh, Morgan. What a what a beautiful story, and what a beautiful. Uh, you have a great way of expressing things, you know. And so, uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like you to encourage that and keep because uh, you you do it so beautifully, so simply, and so uh, truthfully. And it's a, it's a gift and we just, you know, uh, keep, keep developing that. We'll be, it'll be fun to see. Uh, so Kathy, we, and Morgan, we just uh, so excited. Thank you for sharing so much with our life. And Kathy will, uh, we have our end times Friday tomorrow. Uh, yep. and we continue uh, next week with, uh, we're doing this little mini, we're actually, uh, Morgan doing a little mini abiding, uh, refresher, refresher, we call it a refresher. <laughs> Uh Yeah. So, uh, that'll be awesome. fun. And so we'll, uh, we'll, uh, wish you well there. And, uh, uh, florida you. with your son and your mom and your, your aunt and uh, you. yeah. uh enjoy all that so
3: hugs thank to you. everybody morgan thank you so much for sharing um and just for being so authentic yes um, i know your story is one that above all exalts god yes and amen. who he is as restoration and and thanks just thanks for being you yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thank all you right. guys so much for having me
0: Yep. thank you we'll Absolutely. see it. we'll see you tomorrow